Welcome to the first episode of the Cage Fight Podcast. This is Laser, also known as Nick by fucking, you know, plebs. And uh, over here to my right is my good buddy, my cousin, my partner in crime. He helped me bury the body. But, um, I'll let him what? introduce himself. Um, hi, I, uh, I thought we were doing the body after this, um, but yeah, this is Mike. Um, I'm, uh, I don't have a nickname. Um, I have a Twitter handle that I have hated for years and plan to change. I don't know what to though. So, uh, for now, just call me Mike. All right. Well, we're going to be taking you over the course of this podcast through the entire filmography of Nicolas Cage. The greatest yeah. actor of all time. Oh, yeah. Certainly the most proliferous actor of all time, if that's even a word. Prolific? Proliferous? I don't know. Along the way, we'll be guided by our good friend, sound engineer Dave. What up? And uh, I didn't, I didn't uh, agree to him being a good friend. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, me and Mike have had our disagreements throughout the years, but um, I'm happy to work with him, especially from the other room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we fought, and I can't smell him from here, so we <laughs> shouldn't have any beef. All right, and I'm just glad I don't have to break up any more gunfights, because I was getting tired of patching gun, gun holes in my drywall. Gun holes, that's a word. I can't fucking talk today. All right, so... We're going to start off today by telling you about Nicolas Cage in general, his history, his life, his, the, about the Cage oeuvre, his, his acting style, his relatives in Hollywood. We'll also tell you a little bit about ourselves, about our taste in movies, so you get a reference point as we go through his entire filmography. And then we'll discuss the next movies we're going to see in this podcast format. So... Now that I gave that introduction, I think you should go first. I'm a long-time listener, first-time host. Want to say, how do you feel about Cage? Um, you know, he he seems to be a, a, a recurring character in my life. Uh, he just he just kind of pops up in random places. Uh, whether it be my dreams, my deepest deepest insecurities, he's he's. He's involved in my life in many, many ways. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. I, I dream about him most nights. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's always been uh, kind of, um, he, as far as actors go, he kind of feels like an urban legend uh, of acting because he's just like this, like you said, he has, uh, he has his own style. It's a, it's a very established style. And uh, he kind of, he sticks to it. And uh, he's pretty outside the norm in what he does. And also, he's kind of become this, like, meme god. I don't know. Like, the Nicolas Cage memes have been around for a long time. I kind of lived on the outside of that, and now I'm going to have to live on the very inside of that, get all up in there, in its guts. We're, and going, we're going deep into the web for this. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to go so deep down. into the web that I bet the fucking FBI is going to be watching us <laughs> one day or two. If they're not already, I, uh, I uh, did get in some uh, trouble recently for... Um, uh, viewing Aquaman 2018. Oh, um, you did not fucking view Aquaman. I viewed Aquaman 2018, and here's the thing. Fuck. Here's the thing. I I didn't want to pay for it. And uh oh, uh, see, the problem with all you commie kids today is you want something for nothing. Like back in my day, like which is you know, 
today. Like, we fucking worked hard and did, like, whatever we needed to get where we are in life. And, you know, we didn't fucking expect everything to be handed to us like fucking Aquaman 2018. Most of us would have paid for that shit. We would have fucking went out of the way to go hand our money to a person. I spilled water all over my pants, but I'm going to keep going on about this because it's so important that you fucking kids know He's what you're doing. very passionate. I, I God damn. Fucking you got it on a fucking joke. microphone, I swear to God. I didn't get it on the microphone. I got it on my pants. And uh, <laughs> pants is slang for microphone. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a West Coast thing. It's it's a West Coast. And uh, for those of you who don't know, we are on the West Coast right now. It is currently uh, 2.33 minus two hours. 70 degrees and sunny. Um, and I'm looking at the beautiful Pacific Coast Highway right outside the window right now. Um, beautiful, isn't it, Mike? It is beautiful and historic and that might be nicholas cage uh, in his convertible right now i see a i see a terrifying widow's peak just kind of blowing all over the place oh, that's a miata isn't it he's driving a miata that is a that is actually a custom uh mazda miyagi um, the miyagi that's I, I just, right right I remember when they rolled those out and there was that commercial it was like um it was like a cartoon karate guy um I don't know. Do you remember this? It was like, yeah, it was like that super racist cartoon. Um, it was like super problematic. Um, and then they pulled it from the air and. Uh, right. There was like a Gawker article about it recently, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gawker. Uh, it was e it was either Gawker or Breitbart. I can't remember. Those are the only two sites I ever checked. So, yeah, same these days for me. I don't know what you goddamn comic kids are talking about. But uh, <laughs> anyways. Oh yeah, Nicolas Cage. Uh, oh yeah, Nicolas well, Cage. He just walked down the street there. I think. Well, he's, might he's have on, been. He's him. on that PCH. It out there. might have been um, Anne Hathaway. I couldn't really tell. I don't know. They're, 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 they're both the gorgeous. Yeah, but it was definitely a Mazda Miyagi. It yeah, it's true. Definitely a Mazda Miyagi. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that might be custom. And uh, knowing what uh, I know about Nicolas Cage, he can afford it, and he will shell out the cash. Oh yeah, because apparently he does shit like buy Tyrannosaurus skulls or something, and then. You know, turns out they're stolen. <laughs> so here's the thing about Nicolas Cage. Um, you know, I, I feel like to a lot of people, he's kind of like a, a joke or a punchline. And in reality, he's just a guy who's doing what he's always dreamt of doing. Like he he, he became an actor uh, or started acting uh, in his teens um, and he fell in love with it. And now he's making he made a career out of it. And so he uses that money to uh, just fucking piss it away uh on all kinds of weird shit like uh like nick said here he uh he purchased a, a tyrannosaurus skull uh which ended up being stolen yeah he then had to uh give that up so i think he lost something like three hundred thousand dollars in the process i don't i don't know i actually read this a very long time ago and it was just brought up to me again today i hadn't thought about it but i mean shit put yourself in his shoes if if you had a lot of fucking money floating around for making a million movies and there was an opportunity to buy a Tyrannosaurus skull, wouldn't you do that? There's no it's chance I wouldn't. There's no I'd... chance I would. And $300,000, that's what he lost from this transaction? Something like that. Because... I, I could be pulling a number completely out of my ass there. I mean, he wipes his own ass with $300,000. Yeah, that is nothing to him. He probably has several skulls all over his estate at this point. Um, he also bought... Uh, 
the uh, the first appearance of Superman I th- is uh, Action Comics one. Is that the first appearance of Superman? Mm-hmm. Uh, he he purchased that. We and need Zach on here. <laughs> yeah, we need our comic expert, <laughs> Zachary Dobrzynski. Um, but yeah, he purchased that and it was stolen from him. So he's either he's always either buying shit that's already stolen or he's dropping cash and getting stuff stolen. I feel like it's a game to him. But uh, <laughs> he eventually got that back and sold it for two point one million dollars. Brilliant investment. He's he's a man who knows what he wants. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah. He uh, he doesn't care if uh, if the internet likes to either pretend he's God or pretend he's some weird sicko. He just wants to live his life in the most uh, I can't think of another word for it, but insane way possible. His his the way he lives is a lot like the way he acts. He's just over the top and kind of uh, just he's he's very out there. Oh yeah. You see, that's actually another thing I wanted to talk about was his acting style, where, like, a lot of people view him as being kind of freaking, you know, crazy off the hinge sometimes. And then I actually uh, saw some interviews with him where he was talking about he was fed up with kind of method acting and super character-based acting. And he um, he'd wanted to go back to more of that, like, silent film style of acting where people couldn't express emotion through speaking or anything like that. They had to do it completely visually. So he kind of tried to bring that style back, and uh, initially, uh, I think the first film he did this in was Vampire's Kiss, which was, uh, what was that? Which he also swallowed a live cockroach in preparation for. Oh, yeah. (laughs) True fact. Did not know that, actually. (laughs) See, I... You can see I'm so qualified to be talking about this, because I know everything that we're talking about here. But, um, yeah, um... I don't know. Vampire's Kiss was a. Uh... You can see a little bit of his eccentric acting style in there, where he gets a little bug-eyed. His famous that you don't say meme thing comes from there. Uh, his little ABCs ran also comes from that movie, and he's toned it down a lot since then. But the guy apparently this has been a thing he's been trying to do for a long time is to be less realistic and try and explore more what you can do with the medium of acting besides realism to try and convey emotions and i think that's actually a really interesting thing like i don't know i mean it can come off goofy and hilarious and we've gotten some golden memes out of it but yeah um if you if you but it's a noble pursuit i feel like a lot of uh how that's happened is he will he will perform in such a way and then people will like take clips of movies and like post them on the internet out of context and so people are just seeing these small clips where he's acting like a fucking lunatic um yeah like for instance actually the there's a scene that i guess is from matchstick men uh where he's like have you ever been dragged down to the side of the street and beaten till you pissed blood <laughs> uh which when i first saw that i laughed for probably about 30 minutes straight but like learning more about the context of that scene is he's uh a man with tourette's i guess who is trying to get his medication so he doesn't have outbursts like that so you know like exactly so it makes sense in context. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I kind of appreciate that about him because, uh, I mean, so many uh, actors can uh, suffer from being like typecast, and which I guess he sort of has. He's uh, kind of cagey in and of himself, you know. A good one. And we're going to end the episode right there. <laughs> good work, good work. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, um, the most recent movie of his uh, I've seen is Mandy, which came out last year. Um, and it was, it was kind of being touted as like his, his breakout, not breakout role, but like his 
the best role of his career. Like he's he's hit his peak. He's done Mandy, and he is not fucking around anymore. Oh, and uh, oh damn! I don't know if you've seen the that movie, but he he is just pretty much full blown Nicolas Cage in it, and it 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 really it fits. It, it it's kind of like a it feels like Nicolas Cage's John Wick. Oh really? Um, but I love John Wick personally. I haven't seen Mandy. Um. In fact, I really, I don't know why I'm here, because I don't fucking see movies until they've been out for at least, like, a year, often two. <laughs> um, like, the last... Oh, I love John Wick. I haven't seen Mandy. Uh, yes. Well, see, no, 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 we, we'll talk about John Wick for a minute here. <laughs> no. John Wick, my favorite Cage movie. Jo- uh, Nicolas Cage actually played the dog in John Wick. Really? Yeah, he was... Uh, well, that's he, a really important role. Yeah, he was in a mocap suit. And yeah. if you if you look at the dog when it's uh, getting murdered, um, you can see just the the classic Nicolas Cage uh, facial expressions going. Oh yeah, all over the place. You know, I'll have to watch that again. But I do remember when I saw that initially, it reminded me of the the choir scene from Face Off. You know the kind of facial expressions he's got going on there. Yeah, the, like uh, when he's groping that uh, child. <laughs> Uh, are we talking? Are we that talking about weird, face off or leaving Neverland? I'm sorry. <laughs> in Face Off, Cage plays an interesting character where he happens in the opening scene to grope a large group of choir altar boys or girls. I don't even remember. I haven't seen that movie in probably five or six. I've never years. seen it. Does he just line them up and <laughs> go down the line? I'm not going to spoil it for you, but kind of. I don't know. He's. Creeping up on some people, squeezing some cheeks. He's got a weird look on his face. I don't know. If you've ever seen a photo of Nicolas Cage in a priest uniform, like, bug-eyed and going, like, well, okay, there's a lot of listeners here, but... Uh, for I the d- listener at home, he just, uh, he just winked at me, um, and he, he proposed that we uh, pause the record, and I think he wants to grope me. I don't... I, well, that... Do you want me to cuss... Well, it'd be good to pause for a second there if we could do this. I think it would really convey, like, the feelings if I could grope him. Like, he'd understand, really. I mean, I'll, I'll give you permission. It's Oh, okay. It's kosher. Well, no, no, no. There can't be permission for it to be the way it was done in the film. Like, for you to really understand it, Dave, you're going to have to revoke your permission. What? what? Dave, I need you down here. Oh. I'm, uh, I'm feeling unsafe. Oh. Sorry, my dick's out. Just one minute. Oh. Nope. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. Finish what you're doing. I'm going to grope him quick. Just keep doing it into the microphone. I'll be done in a minute, uh, and then I'll come down. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, sorry if you hear about uh, a minute and a half of just fabric rustling uh, in a moment. Uh, we're See, we're just we're just going by the Nicolas Cage school of uh, method acting, uh, you know? Yeah. Well, he, how do you think he... Well, no, anti-method acting is what he does. <laughs> we, how do you we think he got in character for that See, role. this is what he got sick of. How do I think he got in character for that role? Did he, did he actually grow... Uh, did, he, did he do? I don't do think he actually grew up children, but I mean, I'm I'm I, really hoping. I mean, like I think with the whole Me Too movement thing, that would have come out by now. But um, and that brings us to the real point of this podcast. We are going to watch every Nicolas Cage movie until we figure out what the fuck he's hiding because it's something. Yeah, it's definitely something. Um, and I think by the end of this, Nicolas Cage is going to be canceled. And uh, that's our goal. Hashtag cancel Nicolas Cage. If you're listening, Mr. Cage, and I know you are, we're coming for you. And see, this is a thing that I've had as a personal vendetta for my whole life, because my whole damn life, people have been calling... My name is Nicholas. 
for uh, the the uninformed listener. Wait, or, wait, like Nicolas Cage? Yes. You're fucking kidding. Except mine has an H, okay? Oh. And his does not. He's just got the C. It's a fake. And, fake and with it being Cage and my last name starting with a C. Um, Same amount of letters, too. Yeah. You really all, fucking got it down. Yeah. People have called me Nicolas Cage for a very long time. And, um, and to be fair, your parents did name you after... Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I mean, they they saw Fast Times at Richmond High, and were so blown away with his cameo performance at the age of seventeen <laughs> that uh, they had to that, look him but up. they held on to that for thirteen years until I was born, and then decided to name me that. Uh, actually, and, for a brief period, they changed their last name to Coppola before uh, changing their last name back to. Cook. Can I say your last name on air? Yeah, sure. Okay. Right. I just doxed him. I'm out Let's there go. as a public record. Yeah, don't fucking, don't dox me. Don't, I don't know. Whatever. Hold on, you texted me your address earlier. Let me read that out real quick. Oh, yeah, it's uh one, two, three, four, I declare Thumor Avenue, I believe. That's it? That's mm -hmm. it? Yeah. I was going to read it, but I don't have to. See? That's, this is like the eight mile secret. You diss yourself. And then they have no power in their words when they're dissing you, throwing out your address. Oh, shit. Never mind. Anyways. Hey, I'm going to come down real quick. Um, we're still rolling, and I think it's fun to keep it rolling while we do this. But, um, Mike, I'm getting a lot of laser in your uh, mic, so I want to kind of, wow. Um, I'm just going to come down and explain. I'll be right there. All right. I did put my dick in his mic. Toodles. For the record. Toodles. Um, my microphone, not my... My being. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah, cool. we got Nicolas Cage and Mike who talks into a mic. Uh-huh. That's and, fucking well, crazy. I, I know, right? We're talking about Nicholas. You're Nicholas. We're talking into mics. I'm Mike. <laughs> it's like this was meant to be. Um, I want to try to adjust this mic so that it's pointing more this direction than that direction. Gotcha. Um, let's see if I can swing this. I mean, no fucking really stupid point. Well, anyways, so this is a solo podcast now. It's it's Nicholas talking, Nicholas, and <laughs> you know the Cage Man. To, during these minor technical difficulties, I'm going to keep this going here. The Cage Man has stated, as I was talking before about his experimental acting methods, beginning with Vampire's Kiss. He stated that Vampire's Kiss is his personal favorite film that he has done thus far. I saw that in uh, the G GQ released a video a while back. Uh, where they interviewed Nicolas Cage about his most famous characters. And, uh, yeah. If you just pour water on the microphone, it should help. Um, so how is that? Hey, honey. I, I'm just going to talk with me turned Dude, down. it's actually a lot better. Oh, yeah, um, that's really good. Because if you guys could just, like, just talk in unison, just keep fucking talking, I'm just going to actually reset the fan volumes, and then I can adjust the outputs from there. Okay. I don't care what Dave's saying. But yeah, if you guys just want to start babbling, go for it. Is that not what we were already doing? We were kind of just babbling endlessly. but Well, it was more conversational and back and forth. If I could just see both of you talking over each other at the same time, that's what I need. Let's Okay, at, so on the count of three, like let's say Congress. our favorite thing about Dave. Three, two, one, absolutely, absolutely nothing. everything. Uh, wait, I, 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 okay, let's keep going. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I, he, I love his height. He, the, he's the very tall. He wears. That he should he's be friendly. a little bit shorter. You, he it, should, the doorways in here are kind of ridiculous. He positively edits everything he, uh, that I make in the podcast he, and makes Mike look keeps bad fucking while making me look better. Making me sound slow. And, and, and I'm already <laughs> slow enough. I don't need to be fucking modified. And, and like, well, slower. you see, I just keep kind of, you know. 
I keep staring oh, at him shit. late at night. Oh I gotta god! Take a big fat shit. <laughs> this a... son of a bitch. I gotta take a big fat shit. Okay, I've changed my mind. My least favorite uh, thing about Dave is all the delay. <laughs> yes. uh, it makes me. <laughs> Never mind. I like that. Well, I appreciate the kind words, really, truly. But you guys are really ought to see my dick. Mm. I've tried. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, hold on here. I think we're gonna have to do a lot of editing. We've gone at a lot of strange places here. There's, there's gonna, there's some definite. Yeah, we'll edit it. Uh, is it editing? Is that what we we should do? We should. It's, it's like where you cut, you you cut parts out of the podcast, or you like put more stuff in. Oh, with, with, but editing is like cutting things. You, you're taking, you're taking content out. And well, away from I, the I, listeners, I, I, if there are I, any. I thought it was like adding like, like effects and cool things. Wait, why, why would you take things out? What was? But, but, but see, I thought editing. I thought it was like editing. <laughs> were you? Yeah, were, yeah, exactly. Like I thought it, the etymology of it came from the word "ad." Anyways, well, actually, editing comes from etymology. Uh -huh. Um, it's complicated. Okay. Well, I mean. I d trust me. I will be adding things. Um, uh, don't don't worry. There will be uh, yeah, additive synths and Ooh, uh, I have a good uh, I have a good fart soundboard if you need one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, okay. Hold on. Getting back on track here. So I thought we would just ask each other. I want to implore my my you know my good friend my my lovely other being like you know i've known this guy for so long and you know what i don't know about him what's his favorite cage movie oh, i don't shit. fucking know what that is i have no idea which is crazy because i've told him three million times literally every day i, I get up and i text him and i just refuse to listen mostly the world trade center movie is my favorite <laughs> oh really uh no i've my, I've actually my favorite nicholas cage film is the footage of the World Trade Center. <laughs> I'm I'm a Tower Seven guy. Oh, I, yeah. I love seeing that Tower Seven go down. But that's okay. that's for that's for another podcast. Um, I think um, what is my favorite Nicolas Cage movie? Uh, G Force. I'm gonna say G Force. And really, that uh, that's not a joke. I see. Uh, see, I think even though he. Well, we See, got Cage now, in the in the studio. Now, even though, <laughs> even though this man, uh, I think, <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna get a word in that. Even though this man said that he G Force is his favorite movie and that he is not lying, he's not joking or anything. I'm pretty sure there's some layers of sarcasm laced on his voice. I've I for one, listeners, and being 100 percent honest here. My favorite Cage movie I ever saw is National Treasure because really it's the one that I can work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the one you can relate to most because you, uh, for those who don't know, uh, actually stole the Declaration of Independence. I did, actually, yeah. It's right here up on the wall. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's, yeah, it goes right over... Uh, Right over the, the organ that we have in the studio here, which we have an organ because we are also a music studio. Hire us. And yeah, we got an organ uh, right here, and I'm putting it in my crotch. Yeah. Uh, there's just a large, large intestines on the back wall. But um, 
But uh, right above that is a copy of the Declaration of Independence that I stole. The one that is in the Smithsonian or wherever that is. I don't remember yeah, the, where it is. I, I took the real one. The Will Smithsonian. The Will Smithsonian. Yeah, the Will Smithsonian. That one's a lie. I have the real one right here in my place. Right here at 1234 I Declare a Thumb War Drive. And uh, if you want to come and take it, you're going to have to take me with it because... And now you, uh, you do have a, a bumper sticker that says, uh, come and take it, right? <laughs> I do, and yeah. And it's got a picture of the Declaration of Independence, and over that is a Glock 19. And, um, because we use that Declaration of Independence for target practice. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't actually have the Second Amendment on it, so it's fucking useless. <laughs> exactly. Needs a little amending uh, on our end. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, well, Na- National Treasure is a great one. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, but back to reality line. Well, yeah, I don't know. To be honest, it's just, uh, looking through his other movies, I really loved National Treasure when it came out when I was a kid. Um, when did it come out? Like 2000, 2004, it says here. Yeah. I, I was thinking like 2006 for some reason, but that's when the World Trade Center one that came out. That is his favorite. <laughs> well, suppose- my true favorite. Oh, my yeah. true favorite. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I watched a lot of National Treasure as a kid. Uh, it, uh, I don't know, it was, it's a pretty fun movie. And I, for a little bit of a backstory, uh, I guess, um, we've, uh, we've always been kind of obsessed with, uh, you know, either the paranormal or uh, we like big heists. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like, yeah, there's a ghost in National Treasure, right? Yeah, I think there's... I, actually, they're all ghosts, isn't it? Yeah, so it like combines our two favorite yeah. interests of like Nicolas Cage and crew is playing like the reincarnated forefathers. They're trying to take back their piece of paper. And... Yeah. Well, it's the national treasure, and their soul is trapped in that treasure, so they're kind of right. Like, you know... So they have to like break it open and release the souls, and then it like goes back mm-hmm. to their body. Yeah. And Cage right. plays Spoilers. Jefferson, I think. Yeah. TJ. Yeah, t- yeah, they call him TJ because it's supposed to be like more modern. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I actually really appreciated that about that. It's like uh, when, when you bring it to a more modern co- time and context, it makes it a lot easier to, uh, you know, get a feel and emotion for the characters. That, yeah, um, I can't imagine like... Like if he's just standing there like four score and seven years ago and like, yeah, you know, Thomas Jefferson said that all the fucking time. Yeah, can and, you imagine like in this day and age meeting someone named Thomas? Like yeah. it wouldn't makes sense I don't know it's either tj or tommy or you know yeah, there tom are no tommy's after tom petty died there's none of them we can't have thomas's at this point there's the yeah. tank engine and there's yeah petty and the heartbreakers yeah exactly and that's all we need yeah but yeah I, well now there's no more petty but we still got a tank and well there's plenty of petty in this world with all these fucking hey you know <laughs> i haven't said anything in a while but i am here for the thomas the tank engine reference <laughs> hey uh you know uh we may not have petty anymore but uh god forbid kevin bacon dies <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we got no no cash no petty uh and no uh who's someone else that's dead who died um, stan lee we got no lee oh shit what Spoilers. am i gonna do stan Lee's dead. when when i need jeans oh, exactly. i guess i'll go to levi's but no that's that's actually his uh, his brand too, Stan Levi. Oh shit! I didn't realize that was short. Yeah, he shortened it for uh, it's a, it's a Hollywood thing, just like Nicolas Cage did. Oh yeah. Wait, what did he short that from? Um, Cage is short for I, I remember vaguely. It was like Cajunstein or I yeah I think it's C- Cajun Cajunfield. 
Cajun Field? Or was it Cajalicious? Chitler. Was it, didn't he make that song Cajalicious Definitious? Oh yeah. Um, See, we we can't even get into his uh his musical catalog because yeah. that that'd be a whole nother podcast. That's that's so many more episodes that we'd have to do if we did all his albums too. Well, maybe maybe if we get to that point. Cajalicious Definition, Steal the Declaration. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that, that, that was it. Yo, shit. Dude, it's been so long since I... That was a banger. That like, was a banger. Yeah. And a mash. Um, but yeah, uh, so... How many times have you seen National Treasure between... Uh, let's, let's say on a scale of 10 to 50. <laughs> I think I'd have to go with... 10 <laughs> because i think i've only seen it probably four times like i saw it on tv like twice when i was a kid i think i caught well does it count as two viewings if you saw like the first half of it and then you had to go to your fucking family dinner party and then oh yeah another time you saw like the second half but not the middle bit like you still missed the middle and you that saw counts. the ending and then yeah that's two times and then the third time i rented it on dvd and then see i feel like i've seen it at least a dozen times because it was one of those movies where like every time uh my history teacher in high school was hung over they'd be like hey let's watch national treasure because it's so informative oh, oh yeah oh hold on yeah i did see that in high school a couple of times but i was i was uh, <laughs> i was on the reefer and the devil's lettuce you, you know it hurt reefer. my brain development no one should ever ever do drugs because you know i'm a reformed you know i don't know where i'm going with this he's a reformed reefer head and if you do reefer you'll be right here where we're sitting doing a nicholas cage podcast and that's not what you want to be no it's actually one of the worst things you can do i it's inspired some existential horror within me but um once i'm past that i think we'll be at a good point but anyways yeah no i've i've probably seen that like six or seven times actually if i think about it because I rented the DVD once as a kid. I enjoyed it. I did see clips of it in my history classes in high school because when my teachers felt like they didn't want to, you know, teach or something, they, they, they throw that on. And even because it's so historically relevant with, you know, with TJ, TJ, I, I call him TJ for short. I'm trying to modernize it more. The movie came out 15 years ago. You kind of got to, you yeah. kind of got to keep going with it. But I mean, that's the, uh, that's the great thing about that movie is that, um, it's it's not only entertaining, but it's educational um, and it kind of, you know, it makes you a better person. It establishes morals in the young audience. And I know that we've drawn a lot from that and we've kind of, you know, taken TJ's teachings. Uh, oh, yeah. And incorporated them in our own lives. It's really kept me going throughout all these years, honestly. Is I think about it and I'm like, what would TJ do? What would TJ do? And... I know at the end of the day, that's really because of Nicolas Cage. And, you know, even though I want to cancel him because he's, you know, I've been called him my whole life. He really was a big influence on me. So I guess it's kind of like, well, thank you guys for getting me through this therapy session. Because I just had a really major realization here that we the just person I hated here. the most for that. Oh, there's furious masturbation <laughs> in celebration. So you know what they say? It's never meet your heroes, <laughs> cancel your heroes. <laughs> and that's it's true. The, that's the cancel that's the moral your heroes, piece. never meet them, cancel them. But anyways, National Treasure Book of Secrets, the sequel. If I remember correctly, that was a load of hot garbage. Oh yeah. 
See the, the yeah National Treasure uh the sequel, um the the squeakquel, Tale mm. of Two Kitties. Oh yeah. Um it it was it was really a diminishing return. I I mean, being uh. Well, at that point, they kind of gave up on the whole fucking founding fathers narrative and the re- regaining right. the country. He's not even Tej anymore. Like he's yeah. playing his own fucking Mount Rushmore face. Yeah. Like he's he's like, playing. Why, why did they do that? Why didn't they just build a model? They like, tried to Eddie Murphy him and uh, put him in like every role of the movie. Yeah, and it just didn't didn't work. It didn't. But wait, hold on. I'm looking here. He was an Astro Boy, like the fucking the Japanese manga, the original manga. Yes, it literally was. Wow. I needed to research this more, folks. But wow, wait, is that a movie we're seeing? Is that in the bracket? Um, we have to bring up the bracket. Also. We do have to bring up the bracket. That's that's good. Good point. <laughs> Here, things that we didn't think about in our planning session. It's on challenge slash cage fight, right? Cage fight podcast. Oh, okay. Um, I have it up here. Um, but while we're uh, finding that, um, yeah, I, I would say National Treasure is probably the uh, the Nicolas Cage movie I've seen second most after uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, which really? Was, yeah. That was one of those movies that was literally on every channel. Uh, playing on tv when i was a kid now if i was bored i'd just turn on the tv and i'd watch him um make out with angelina jolie with dreadlocks and it kind of spurred on my sexual awakening and uh <laughs> yeah, it's, see it's i don't i just flick. remember a bunch of random clips from that movie like it, oh well honestly i remember that came out when i was like five years old or something well hold on i actually have a list of cage movies in front of me here and i can look this up uh, it came out in 2000. I was six years old, maybe, maybe five. And I remember my parents watching that movie and me having to go upstairs because I wasn't allowed to watch it because it had some racy things. In it oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, either I'm that talking... or I was tired and I wanted to play with dinosaur toys. I don't know. But you missed some good car sex. Let me tell you that. Mm-hmm. And now the thing about that flick is it's a, it's a remake. And so uh, because I saw it 10,000 times, Naturally, I was convinced that it was it was great. I loved it. I knew it like the back of my hand, so it's got to be good. And uh, at some point, I went and I uh, watched the original, and uh, I couldn't have given less of a shit about what was <laughs> happening. There was no, there was no DMX playing. Uh, there was no See, you snake take in out a car. The DMX, and who's gonna give it to you? Exactly. Like, really? Exactly. Like, and now Cage here, isn't gonna give it to you. I mean, he could maybe if he wanted to, but he's more interested in pursuing, you know, weird non-method acting purposes. Yeah, but yeah. but um anyways, in terms of cage movies that I've seen, probably honestly the one I've seen the most is Kick-Ass. That's not a starring role, but he plays a fairly significant role in there, supporting role, some might say. Yeah. And uh I saw that a lot because in high school, I saw it once in the theater and then I, I swear to God, everywhere I went, everybody wanted to watch that damn movie every time I was there. And I was like, okay, I'll watch this. I'll watch this. I'll watch this. So, and I haven't watched it since then because I saw it probably like 25 times in that time period. So I'll be interested to go back to that with my recollections here. Yeah. I, uh, I, I wasn't so big on Kick-Ass. I, I did see that in the theater also. Um, if I recall correctly, I was actually on a first date and saw it in the theater. <laughs> and I couldn't even pay attention because I was just wondering when I was going to get fingered. Yeah. And let me tell you, it never happened. So I didn't see 
a second of that movie. And uh, I I thought, this whole time, I thought he was in the sequel also. I thought we were going to be watching both kick-ass movies, but uh, does he... No, he dies in the first one. Fucking, spoiler alert, he fucking dies. Oh, and, shit, yeah, spoiler alert. Well, anyways, you, well, if you haven't movie. watched these movies and you're planning on watching them along with us, well, God rest your weary soul. But, um... I uh I have the bracket But also, there's here. probably going to be a lot of uh, spoiler alert for really the entire podcast at this point. But yeah, uh, what, what we're going to do here, um, before we end the first episode, is we're going to go on each of his movies' uh, Wikipedia pages, and we're going to read the last paragraph of the summary. Oh yeah, and so, and you could after you watch the movie, you can go back, hear the ending, and then think to yourself that they were right they that's true that's what <laughs> happened. they they did not lie about that they definitely read that from Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. um so should we go through the we so the 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 premise of this podcast is yeah, that which we probably should have gotten to a lot earlier uh, you know it, it we we uh we we got into the intro pretty heavy but uh the the idea of the podcast is that we're not just going through his filmography but we are pitting all of his films Against each other, hence the name Cage, cage fight. fight. Hashtag Cage Fight. I was expecting a sound bite there from, from Dave. You get an explosion in there quick? Let me, I'll say it again. Hashtag Cage Fight. And just, there's, put an explosion in there. Hashtag Cage Fight. So yeah, we, uh, we put together a bracket, which is hard to do uh, with. The number is 82. Um, luckily, there's lots of tools out there that will, uh, you know, generate a bracket for you. So we have a lot of uh, a lot of flicks that are passing through to the second round, which means we got a lot of stinkers ahead of us right off the bat. We're going to yeah. get fatigued hard. Well, here's the thing. I don't know. On this bracket, Deadfall is ranked number one. Now, that may be a terrible movie. But it's one that I want to see, just well, from having seen a bunch of clips. It's the 64 seed. It's true. It's, it's, it's in the first uh, matchup, which won't be the first you know, matchup that we're going over. It's think, in the but. top three quarters of films, <laughs> that may, I think. No, my math doesn't check out on that one, but, and so but the, it's almost there. <laughs> that first matchup is Deadfall versus the USS Indianapolis movie, mm-hmm. which I, I didn't know existed. Um, <laughs> I, ideally i'd like to watch that in the world trade center movie back to back you yeah, know we gotta get historical concept exactly and then national treasure to we'll, we'll bookend it with a national treasure movie oh okay um but yeah. Yeah, we, this bracket might be up to some change in debate oh possibly. yeah we might swap some things around but uh for right now you can see it at uh challenge.com slash cage fight podcast that is challenge with an o instead of the first e and uh if you want admin rights to uh completely destroy it just email me at nicksemail at gmail.com um mm-hmm so yeah, we have Deadfall versus the UNS, USS Indianapolis flick. Uh, there's a there's a title undercut, but it's I can't. It's Men of something. I don't know what that is. Men, men of. Oh, hold on here. Men of color. That's not what it is. But men that's of what it looks courage. Like. Okay. Okay. It, which you should know because you know the Indianapolis crew was quite courageous when they all died. Yeah. from and shark attacks and probably not drowning. a man of color a lot, not a lot of men of color 
Wait, was that the shark attack one? The the Indianapolis? Yeah. You know oh. the story in Jaws where he's talking about, oh, like, yeah. I was on the USS Indianapolis. Of and course. sharks, they got black eyes because he's a fucking racist about eyes. Yeah, but, that's pretty fucked up. Didn't mm. didn't really hold up well. But yeah, yeah and I've but, seen like every Shark Week uh, doc there is about that. Oh, yeah. So. Well, the, the Indianapolis, I think, it, it became really famous as like a, was that my cat? Whoa. It became really famous as a uh, shark attack story, but originally it was carrying the atomic bomb on the way to nuke Japan at the end of World War II, yeah. and we lost a bomb that way. So there, I, I believe there's a bomb sitting somewhere at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean because so of it. But. What happened with that um, is, not a lot of people actually know this, I have some, uh, some inside info, but a shark ate the bomb, and um, that's actually how the Jaws shark explodes. Really? Because it, it, they myth-busted it, I'm pretty sure, if you shoot yeah, yeah. the gas tank. I saw the myth-busted episode. Yeah. You can't just do that with propane. So it, I, was, I was wondering what it was. I didn't realize it was the, it was the nuke. Yeah, like, that was the, there was a nuke in that, in that shark. That's why, wow. that's why the shark got so big. There was like the, the radiation inside yeah. of it kind of pushing its way out and turning mm. it into a super shark. I wonder if those victims that got eaten and, like, chewed up, if yeah. they got radiation poisoning and there's, like, mutant, like, you know, limbs walking around, like, ready to eat people and kill we're gonna them. We're going to have to cut this out because we're definitely starting a comic franchise off of this. This is, oh, this yeah. is genius. We can't let this be stolen from this. Can't. Just... No, no, no. Fuck you, listener. Next thing <laughs> you know, some joker like Keanu Reeves instead of Nicholas. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah. I'm leaving this in. Oh yeah. When that, but, 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 hold, hold on here. Let me tell you about the contract that I will sign you for for this comic right here that we're gonna make about this. Because it's like then then you can cut this out and like we don't we don't have nothing. I'm talking like three million dollars. I'm thinking like I think we could pitch this to Marvel for That's a lot of claims. You know like you know like nine million dollars. We'll just split it three ways. We don't need to pay anybody. I can draw. I drew stick figures once. I mean. It's worth I'm, a shot. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to clap really loud into the mic so you know where to cut this out. This is the end of the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh. I hope... I sincerely hope he punches a shark in that movie if he doesn't... Because how do you have Nicolas Cage in a, in, in a movie about the Indianapolis and he's not punching a shark in the face while screaming to the heavens? That's... That's honestly a really good question. Um, well, right. um, what, what else is in this bracket? We got uh, Knowing versus Arsenal. I feel uh, like I vaguely know what Knowing is, but for some reason I thought it starred Bruce Willis, not Nicolas Cage. Isn't so. uh, isn't like Sandra Bullock or something in that? I, I feel like the only thing I know about Knowing is that after it came out, I heard it was um, atrociously bad. Um, I do remember hearing not good things about it. Um... But see, hold on here. It stars. It's directed by Alex Proyas and stars Nicolas Cage. You know, produced by Todd Black. Just so you know, like, TV. I, that's that's really important. That's uh, Shane Black's cousin. Probably. I think. I think, yeah, and it's uh, Louis Black's son. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um. Yeah, no Sandra Bullock. In fact, it's a lot of people I've never heard of besides Nicolas Cage. <laughs> but um, I feel like that's going to be a lot of his movies. <laughs> yeah, mostly. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, how about we just talk about the ones we're excited about, maybe, that okay. we want to see. Thanks for listening. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, again, Nicolas Cage, if you're listening, uh, love you. And 
I am not here to mock you. Um, <laughs> let's see. I I'm personally uh quite excited for uh the Wicker Man. Yeah, I am actually really excited for that too because I've seen a lot of clips from that in, in Meme Land. You know, the Maymays are really strong with that movie, but I think I don't know. It looks like a Rick rollicking good time if that's a phrase that people have used before uh, a rick rolling good time yeah a yeah, rick rolling yeah, yeah. um <laughs> i i'm never gonna give it up <laughs> like... oh, here we go oh <laughs> you did it you did it folks this whole podcast was uh was a ruse leading <laughs> you to that that bit yeah really this was just a long, elaborate Rickroll. I hope you're happy with yourself for falling for it. But <laughs> you're so fucking stupid, whoever's listening. But um, um yeah, the the Wicker Man. I've say. never seen like the movies that are are touted as being his best, other than Mandy. Yeah, I, have I haven't seen, seen Raising Arizona. Haven't seen. Um, I think that's a Coen Brothers one, so it should be good. Yeah, well, um, I, the only Coen Brothers movies I've ever seen are well. Oh, hold on, I guess I've seen it. Fargo, Big Lebowski, and No Country for Old Men, all of which feel vastly different in tone, so I'm really interested to see what goes on there. Yeah, I'm excited to see that one. Um, what's the other one? Leaving Las Vegas is the other one. I think he was he was nominated for something for that, but... what? I think he won Best Actor. Hold on. Or was he just nominated? I feel like he was just nominated because... Uh... Yeah, that's, well, it's something I should know right away, considering I'm starting a fucking podcast about this man. Let me tell you something, we know all this stuff, we're just, we're just playing with it. No, 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 he won an Academy Award for Best Actor in Leaving Las Vegas. Well, Ah. what the fuck? He's, this is way above our pay grade, we should probably (laughs) stop right here. fucking Academy's all a lie anyway, shit. I mean, Green Book? Hashtag Green Book? Yeah, seriously, I don't know. I well, to be honest, I saw the trailers for Green Book, and I was like, that's going to be nominated for an Academy Award. It's also going to be really bad. <laughs> like, yeah, it's... Uh, it's one of those fucking white savior movies. Exactly, I mean? exactly. I and it, I mean, it has a, a decent I mean, enough cast. I, I love Mahershala Ali, but uh, I don't know if I love him enough to sit through that, that movie. I'm going to be honest here. I don't know anyone who's in it, because I don't follow things that didn't happen like 10 years ago or more. Oh, but... Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll show you Moonlight later. Watch Moonlight. Oh, shit. I have been meaning to watch that for, like, two years since it came out. Oh, it's great. And it's been about two years now, so I can, I can see that now. Like, you can it, see- it's fallen past my, my dateline. In the next uh, three to eight years, you can see it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that's your window. Mm. So, check it out. Um, what else is on here? Uh, oh. I, I gotta be honest here. I do want to see Deadfall. There's some really interesting clips I've seen of that one online. Uh, yeah, I think you've sent me uh, uh, some clips from that. Yeah, or a, a video. Uh, of uh, him. Carrying, what do you think I'm a fucking... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, and yeah, I do think that. But um, I'm excited to watch that one. Um, heard good things about it from one of my co-hosts. I won't say which one. Yeah. Um, World Trade Center, my favorite movie. Can't wait to rewatch it. Um, that's not going to be till the second round because obviously it's that and, good. You know, despite it being his favorite movie, I haven't even seen it. So. Oh yeah, huh. I'm excited for that one too. Um, Astro Boy is in the bracket up oh, against okay. uh, Kiss of Death, which I don't know what that is. Sounds like I, a Dementor movie. Yeah, Kiss of Death. It sounds like a movie about mobsters or some shit. I don't know. I hope so. I love a good mob flick. 
Yeah. And bad lieutenant port of call, New Orleans. I do want to see that. <laughs> I don't know where that falls in the port of call franchise. I think there's a there's a few of them. I think. Do you mean do you, do you mean the bad lieutenant franchise? Oh, uh, yes. Sorry, the bad lieutenant. <laughs> yes. Um, I believe there's an old one from like the seventies or something. But uh, I had never heard of it. I've only heard of this Nicolas Cage version, and I've heard interesting things about it. Okay, no, it's from nineteen ninety two. I'm sorry, I'm looking these things up here as we're talking. You know, nineteen ninety two, great year. Because we live in a wonderful time. There's the internet. I can look things up like this. But yeah, I do want to see that movie. I've seen some cool clips from it. I also want to see Matchstick Men, which I talked about before. Was the the bit where he's talking about beating a guy till he pisses blood? Sounds like a good movie. Oh, well, it seems like a good movie. It's got a cool premise. It's about, like, con men, like, trying to run a long con. Yeah. He's got, like, Tourette's, and I think he has OCD, too. And uh, he's What a combo. <laughs> and, like, if he's not taking his meds, he's not doing so well. But if he takes his meds, he's a cool con-collected con man. And he can get through this. And he's it's, it's a real, like, a Jekyll and Hyde situation, you know? Oh, yeah. If he's not on his medication, he's going to fucking... Uh, Flip shit and uh, you know, drag you to the street and beat you until you piss blood. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. But um, besides that, what do we got here? Um, well, Mandy, I've heard good things about recently, mostly from you because quite I quite recently, uh, <laughs> several minutes ago, even. Yeah, I'd like it. Uh, um, I did rewatch Mandy recently, and I wasn't sure if I liked it quite as much. I don't know if uh, I've it's. Just don't watch it too sober. It's is the problem. Um, well, I mean, a lot of these I don't think I'll be doing quite sober. Like G Force, I know you said that was one of your, one of your faves. There, G Force, I'll watch sober. Uh, <laughs> Rumblefish, whatever that is. Ant Bully, I'll watch dead sober because I, I don't want to cry. And I really do want to see Vampire's Kiss because I I've seen a lot of clips of that out of context that seem rather hilarious, but he's trying something new there and he personally has said that is his favorite film that he has done. So that's got to count for something, right? Do you he's think been he's been in 82 movies to save at least. face for the fact that he ate a cockroach in preparation for that movie. So it's like, oh no, it's my favorite. I, no, I swear. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, like, Jared Leto apparently, like, shipped people like dead pigs and stuff. And is Suicide Squad his favorite movie? Is that anyone's favorite movie? I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> like, any movie with Jared Leto can be anyone's favorite anything. Yeah. Even any song with Jared Leto can't really be anyone's favorite anything. He's, I don't know if he's been officially canceled yet, but Take in. <laughs> yes. The kill, baby, baby. the uh, the the famous uh, music video that inspired The Shining. Uh, yeah, Kubrick actually came back to life after seeing that video mm -hmm. and directed. And I think Jack Nicholson really studied that video for a long time. Oh to yeah, get, to get into role. Yeah, because he's always like courtside at Lakers games, and they would like play it on the jumbotron. Mm -hmm. And Jack Nicholson's just sitting there like, "Wow, who's this kid? What's this? Ooh, an elevator, blood in it. It's yeah. crazy. It, it was yeah, insane." Like Stephen so, King was like, I I could write about this and then pitch it as a script. It's, yeah, I, yeah. It's a it's probably The Shining is probably as good as you're gonna get as far as a sequel to Doctor Sleep. Yeah. So, it's uh, that's good. Shining is the best Jared Leto related project, but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. 
Fast Times at Ridgemont High, we've got in the bracket here. I've never seen that movie. That's one of the classic 80s teen quirky com Not quirky. You know what I mean. Yeah, Fucking... the, the, the coming of age uh, breakfast club, uh, 16 candles uh, yeah. grouping of... which Of which all of those, I have seen none. I have seen Breakfast Club. I have not seen The Breakfast Club. That's, I I haven't seen anything. Like, really. Well, well, hold on. I've seen a bunch of really pretentious Kubrick movies. The Shining included among them. Um, I've seen Alien. That's probably my favorite movie of all time, personally. Um, I like a lot of really bad movies. I like Arnold Schwarzenegger a lot, and Total Recall is probably one of my favorites. Uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic flick. Yeah, that is a good one. And then... I don't know. That that's where you get an idea where I'm coming from. I either like things that are really pretentious and annoying and like are like three hours long for some reason, or I like things that are mindless and dumb and your brain can shut off as you watch them. And Wes Anderson counts in both categories. Oh, oh shit! shit. The oh, boys throwing Anderson shade. Damn. Anderson um, shade. That sounds like it should be a rapper. That's, well, no, that's Anderson Pack's brother, I believe. They they. They're, they share a first name for some reason, not a last name. I, I Anderson Pack, Anderson Shade, and Anderson Cooper are all getting together <laughs> yes. for a super group. Um, he, uh, Nicolas Cage was in a movie called Joe, apparently, which I'd like to find out where that falls into the Joe Dirt universe. Uh, <laughs> I, so I'm looking forward to that. I thought that was a sequel to Mighty Joe Young, because before oh, yeah. it was... The Joe universe. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's... Hey Joe, you you ever heard that that song? Hey Joe, yeah, yeah, that's uh, somehow involved. I don't know where. I'm, oh, I don't know. um, he um, he was in. The you talking Hendrix? Do you want me to cue it up? Um, uh, well, I don't know if we have the rights to that, but <laughs> uh, no, I'm I meant uh, it's I, I probably stopped too soon. I meant Hey Joe Cocker, which is how I email Joe Cocker. <laughs> oh, I uh, see. So, oh wow, uh, hang on, I have it here. <laughs> thank you for listening. This has been Rick Roll. <laughs> Rick Roll, the Cage Fight Podcast. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. That's a lot of things there. Teen Titans go to the movies. I had no idea he was in. I've heard a lot of great things about that. Do you want to see it? I don't think he's in a starring role, but that's okay. He plays uh, Superman finally. Oh, he plays Superman? Yeah. That's uh, a pretty big role. Some pretty Dude big is role. a Superman in the acting He's, community. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and he almost played Superman in the uh, Kevin Smith Superman movie. There's oh, a, yeah. There's a doc about that. That's, that's a lot of fun. Maybe we'll get to that. I don't know. But uh, I'm down to watch that. That might be a bonus episode or something. See, personally, I feel like Nicolas Cage should have played Batman. I feel like he would have uh, made a great bat, you know, following uh, Michael Keaton. Put him, in the, put him in the cowl and let him loose. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could see him being like, I'm Batman, and being all, like, bug-eyed and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Batman's perfect because he's wearing a mask. Most of the emotion you can express is through the eyes. But... Right. And so, like, when he's Bruce Wayne, he could just, like, kind of talk calm. And then when he's in, in the cowl, yeah, and he just screams the he entire time. He gets right into his, yeah, big thing. But, yeah, those are... Those are a lot of things I'm looking forward to. I want to. I'm not just looking forward to the weird stuff, you know, like Wicker Man and Vampire's Kiss. Which I don't know, Vampire's Kiss. I'm not. I'm gonna hold my opinion off on that. I, Cage personally likes it. I'm gonna go for it, but I do want to see Raising Arizona pretty badly. I've heard that's a good movie. I want to see um, 
leaving Las Vegas. I mean, he won Best Actor for it. I mean, Academy's only made like you know fifty percent mistakes, so this yeah, could be that like that was that could have been one of the good ones. Yeah, and I don't know. Um, he's in a movie called Racing with the Moon, and I can't wait to find out who wins. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Cage versus the moon. Maybe we don't even, for that one, we don't even need a movie to pit it up against. Because it's just... It's, I, right. Like, whoever wins in the movie is the winner. That character. And then the moon might just be part of this. We don't know. It the could final be. round, we could just uh, pit all his characters against each other. Oh, yeah. Make a large fight. A cage fight, some might say. <laughs> and well, thank you. Really- <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... Well, anyways, we've been going at this for about an hour here. We should probably wrap it up. Yeah, in about two hours we'll be done. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyways, it's been been real. We've had some interesting explorations. We've, uh, you know, explored our pasts and how they relate to Cage. We've explored the nature of the actor Cage. We've seen him pass across the street, or possibly Anna Hathaway, I don't know, in his Mazda Miyagi. We have delved to the depths of cagedom as much as we can without watching any of these 82 films that we're about to watch. Yeah, and uh, I, I would say uh, for, for future reference, you know, we'll, we'll probably have more of an outline. Um, yeah, we'll probably have a lot more direction <laughs> with where we're going than yeah. here, where we happen to just kind of ramble endlessly for a little bit. But, yeah. um, and there will be plenty of rambling for those who have enjoyed that aspect. Um, but we'll at least uh, have seen a movie to talk about. <laughs> exactly. We'll so. have a thing we can always go back to. But, um, yeah. And before we go, I just want to say thank you to our legions of fans who, um, you know, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't be here today. Oh, we yeah. couldn't do this without you. Yeah, exactly. And this may be the first episode, but I know someday you're all going to come back and listen back to the first episode to, to re-experience the journey. And I want you to know that I love you. You are what I live for. I can't wait to listen to this episode again uh, like six months from now when we're the biggest podcast in the world. Yeah, seriously. It's going to be like it's such a, a shell shock to It'll hear like, Scratching my nuts at God. Greatness and waiting, yeah. baby. Yeah. Greatness and waiting. <laughs> it's going to be so strange because we're just kind of finding our footing for now. Um, but this is just ramping up to us being international superstars, essentially. Mm-hmm. We're going to be fucking like that Green Day Greatest Hits album. Yeah. We're going to be we're going to be like fucking. That's the name of that, right? I don't even remember. <laughs> we uh. we're going to be like the Beatles in that uh, whenever we walk into an arena, the tweens will start just fainting everywhere yeah well it's, i know for a fact right now i'm literally bigger than jesus like just on average like oh, you know, yeah, the average height back in the day it was like five six back then i mean like, i'm bigger than jesus i'm, I'm, I'm definitely bigger than jesus. my dick there's, is bigger than there's jesus. no way jesus was over 150 pounds yeah, you exactly. see how fucking of a cross hold held him up i would have torn down that cross yeah exactly but i mean in his defense he's pretty ripped like that's true but yeah he's pretty ripped apart as he Fell off the cross. I'm... Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that out. <laughs> okay. Now, can we uh, can we put that at the beginning and the end? <laughs> okay. Um. But anyways, guys, lovely having you listen. All probably one person who will listen to this. Just and to reiterate, we love Nicolas Cage. We love nine eleven. We hate Jesus. Continue. It, yeah, that's, that's exactly. Fuck world trade. Yeah, yes. Fuck world trade. That's all I have to say. 
jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Even the government probably hated World Trade. They're fucking part of a globalist conspiracy to take down our our rights yeah, to dude. own penises. They're I don't know. To, they're trying to. You know what? You'll never fly a plane into my fucking god-given right to own a firearm. You can't fly a plane into that. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, and on that note, goodbye. Peace. This has been a solid work production. Solid work. Solid work. Uh, solid work. Hey, solid, solid work. work.